hi, everybody. Really happy to have Dr. Stacy Johns on the podcast this week. She is a black belt. She is the mother of a black belt. She's also a medical professional and medical coach at Ripple Effect Martial Arts. And we're going to let her talk about a, a little bit about what that means and what her role is and how karate has been meaningful for her. So welcome, Dr. Johns. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us a little bit about what you do as a medical professional. What are your qualifications and background? Absolutely. So I'm a family physician and have been um, for almost 20 years now. Um, I did all my training um, at Chapel Hill in North Carolina um, and then came out here to the wonderful state of Colorado and have been practicing medicine out here since 2007. I'm a very full spectrum family physician, which means I do a lot of a little bit of everything. So I used to do inpatient medicine as well as obstetrics, delivering babies and pediatrics. I've had extensive training in sports medicine as well as um, other specialty fields. I kind of got into martial arts a little bit because I did some athletic training in the past and really got interested in uh, helping a little bit along the way with my son. When it comes to martial arts and medicine, Mm-hmm. How does that approach is a little bit of a dichotomy, I think, for some people, some mm-hmm. parents, especially they're going, wait, I'm going to put my kid in a sport where the idea is to damage another person or something to kick and punch, uh, to mm-hmm. get kicked and punched. It, did you have any perspective on that before you started martial arts? Yeah. So I've always thought of martial arts as not really the goal being to harm the other person, but to protect yourself. Um, And so I've always thought that what you learned is how to be able to control your body and to be able to protect your body and to be able to protect yourself from any sort of threat that comes towards you. Yes, in sparring, you are attacking towards others, but your goal isn't necessarily to harm or cause harm or break the other person. One of the things I love about Ripple Effect is they teach you to, you know, really get out of the difficult situation you're in and then get away um, because that is what self-preservation is about. My children are both very small, like seventh percentile. And so I initially was like, gosh, they this could be really beneficial to them because kids are mean in school and they pick on each other. And I would love for him to be able to know how to protect himself from others and be able to defend himself if needed. And that's a I think generally in life, a good skill to have. And as I became a black belt myself and then a second degree black belt, one of the things that I've learned has been probably the most important thing of all is the skill of control. Because as you learn more and more how to do harm to others with martial arts, what comes with that is having to have great control. I I don't know anything about medicine haven't had any training, but I've heard the Hippocratic Oath, right? Do no harm. And it seems like that is, I never thought about it before, but that is a a principle of karate is to build yourself up and Mm -hmm. don't do harm. When it comes to general fitness and health, is Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I I suppose people could do harm to themselves by doing too many push-ups or something. And Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So what, What's your perspective on that in terms of, I guess, the martial arts approach to building strength or um, flexibility? Has it helped or does it have the potential to help? 
Yeah, I think from that regards, I think diversity is hugely important. I think you can definitely do harm by overdoing something. So if you just whip out 200 push-ups and you're not used to doing that, you're absolutely going to harm yourself. Um, overuse injuries is a huge aspect of sports that we see in young athletes that train really hard in one sport. You know, cross training and doing different things to train and develop different muscles is hugely important, especially one of the things and martial arts is as great as we do so many different things with our, our bodies and our muscles that we really have the benefit of being flexible and what we can do. So we don't have to just do push-ups. We don't have to just do sit-ups or crunches to work those parts of our bodies. We can do, you know, we can work on our stances. We can work on our forms and through those activities also improve our abs or improve our legs and do different things. So we have huge flexibility in the way we can work our muscles. And by doing that, not have the huge amount of over overuse injuries and um, repetitive sort of injuries that you can see by just doing a hundred pushups. Does that mean you shouldn't do 10 pushups one day and work towards being able to do a hundred? No, it's a great goal to have. But it's super important that you watch your body and listen to your body and know that if that is becoming an issue, you can diverse and find more flexibility and you know, diversity in how you train. And I think martial arts is a really great way to offer that because there's so many different ways you can perform martial arts and so many different styles of martial arts. And being an older person myself in my mid to late 40s with not great knees, I had to modify a lot of what I did so that I could continue doing what I do. Um, and, you know, having injuries here or there, there's flexibility. I could always keep doing it because I could modify and change um, what I was doing. That's a really good point. Speaking from someone in their mid to late 40s also, <laughs> the, the <laughs> flexibility aspect has been really crucial for me. And can you speak to that for a moment, just from the perspective of children who mm-hmm. seem bendable in, you know, to no <laughs> limited. Right. And then for adults who feel like I'm stiff as a board, how could I possibly do this? what is going on with the physiognomy of flexibility Mm -hmm. in the body and how does martial arts help in your perspective? Yeah. So when we're really young, we're really bendable. If you ever look at a baby, you know, they can bend their feet up and you know, they chew on their feet, right? And they're super bendable, right? Um, and as we age, we lose that flexibility. And it really starts at puberty to really go downhill where we lose a lot of that um, flexibility. Thank you, hormones, right? And as that we early, age, really. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That's usually about the time when you start to lose it. So if you look at the teenagers, um, they'll be really, really flexible up until that teenage transition. And then they'll really start to lose a lot of that flexibility if they don't work to maintain it. And so as we age, if we haven't done a lot to maintain that flexibility into our adulthood, we will be really stiff when we start. And that's when it's really important to listen to your body and not overdo it. And when you're starting, I do think, however, from beginning to, you know, in the black belt journey, it's, you gain so much flexibility in the process. I mean, when I started, I couldn't kick to a head um, when I started, but when I got my second degree, I was, you know, nailing round kicks to, you know, my partner's head with no problem. Could I do that without stretching a little bit and warming up? Absolutely not. But you gain the flexibility by using the muscles and keeping them going and stretching a little bit at a time every day and, 
continually working on that. And that makes a huge difference in your body as you age. And it's really important for pain as well. I think a lot of people, especially through this past pandemic, have really stopped moving. And it's a lot, a source of a lot of our pain, our muscles and our rigidity and our spine and our bodies and getting out there on the mat and moving um, and regaining a lot of that flexibility really um, eliminates a lot of our pain and helps with it a lot. The elimination of pain is a really interesting, also a dichotomous kind of idea of martial arts, but peace, serenity, uh, uh, health of the body is really the goal. and. How, as a mother, how have you seen uh, improvement in confidence and um, just, I don't know, feeling good? Yeah. Oh, a thousandfold. Um, watching Matthew. I mean, Matthew started very young, but he's he's my son that I do it with. And he, I mean, watching him grow um, in confidence is just fantastic. And watching him year after year after year. And, you know, now as a second degree, when he'll go out and teach a class and he's 11. And I don't know many 11-year-olds that can go onto a mat and control a a group of 15, 20 people help each other learn. And all of that, he's just taken to heart. And it's just such a part of the community of martial arts at Ripple Effect. And that's one of the things I love and watching him grow. And it spills over into all aspects of his life. So now he's doing football. And uh, on top of it, and the other day after practice, he said to me, you know, I, I got to be team captain today and I got to lead and I got to lead all the exercises. And the coach afterwards said, you did that as if you've done it your whole life and like you have been doing this for forever. He's like, have you played tackle and all this? And have you been doing it for 10 years? And he's like, no, I played one season. And Matt was like, why am I so good at it? And I looked at him and I was like, because you did eight years of martial arts. Like (laughs) you're used to going up in front of people and leading and taking charge and having that confidence to lead a group and to be a part of something. And I think to instill that to be a leader in a child from an early age is such a skill that we need to instill in our children. And it's such a gift. That's awesome. You know, I haven't seen him on football field. That's so cool. But I remember his white hot knuckles on his fist. It, no kidding. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, just, I, yeah he's, he's a really good football player. And it makes me just wow. shake my head because I do not want him to do tackle. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I want, you know, at least in, in, uh, in sparring, he has a big, um, you know, helmet on and we do it controlled. And I feel like there are not a lot of concussions. I feel like um, people actually stay really pretty safe um, in the martial arts world. I feel like there are very limited amount of injuries when we spar because we do keep it in a very controlled environment. Um, and on the, it's, I do not feel it is quite the same on the football field. It makes me much more nervous <laughs> as a mom. <laughs> well, uh, at least there are no clotheslines allowed. <laughs> right. Yeah. True that. <laughs> uh, speaking of parents who are nervous, you, we have a black belt test coming up and you mm-hmm. have always manned the table with mm-hmm. all of your implements of medicine. And mm-hmm. there are certain potential inj- injuries that oh. could come about. So th- talk a little bit about that. What, what's, what's potential or what uh, should parents be concerned about if they're bringing mm-hmm. their kids into, you know, a, a scenario like the black belt test? Sure. I mean, first and foremost, I don't think they should they should have fear or concern because I think first and foremost, what they need to know is that 
every single instructor there and every single leader there always has their child's best interest at heart. And I have never once having been through that test. How many times have I gone through it? Six times or more. Maybe I don't, I can't remember how many I've done now. Um, I have never once felt that anyone has not had the, you know, health and safety of the children's best interest at heart. I've never felt concerned about that, but it's a long weekend and it's a lot of, um, I don't want to say stress on the body, but it's a lot of endurance, I think is a, is a good word to use. The injuries I see are usually very mild. They're blisters, depending if we're on carpet or floor, you know, feet can only handle so much floor, right? I tape up a lot of toes. I see people, if they don't trim their toenails, I see that a lot of toenails being damaged because the notoriously will stub it on a chair or on the floor. <laughs> so I do a lot of toenail trimming. That sounds really silly, but ripping <laughs> off a toenail really hurts. Um, <laughs> So a lot of silly things like that. I do see some overuse injuries where people have trained really hard leading up to that and then end up pushing themselves really hard to get through the weekend. And they're like, ah, you know, my knee just hurts a little more than I'm used to. And, you know, so I'll tape and give them some support for that or, you know, help them out through that. And the other thing I watch for is when it's, if it is too much, you know, if they have fallen and sprained their ankle, or if there's something where I am concerned about their safety and and I find that we always can find a way to modify to keep the children safe, which is really super helpful. Um, the other thing is dehydration. Kids just don't like to drink and because they're afraid to run off and go to the bathroom. So I always try to stress to people, drink and it's okay to have to go pee. Um, <laughs> and I know that sounds silly, but you know, there's kind of the hierarchical, you don't want to have to ask, you do what, you know, you do what you're told and that's great. But um, if you're not taking care of your body, then you can't perform well. I do encourage people to drink and that's a big one. And then just keeping up with what you burn, you burn a ton of calories. So having a lot of snacks, people get a little wobbly by the end of Saturday night. So I do a lot of here, sit down and eat a snack. And five minutes later, they're better enough back on the floor. And then there are silly injuries. Like I've injured myself, you know, when I was a brown belt and you slip on the floor and you hurt yourself because you didn't mean to have that happen. And you're a silly adult. Um, it's, you know, usually it's more the adults than the, the kids. <laughs> Cause you know, <laughs> right. I, those are our body. Our bodies are not as limber and flexible and they're not as forgiving. <laughs> so we have to be gentle with ourselves and we tend to push ourselves harder than we should often. And we often don't listen to our bodies as well as adults and our bodies don't forgive as the way they should sometimes. Um, whereas the kids are usually, they, they rock in and do fantastic. Is it interesting to you that most of the instructors are a lot younger than the adults mm -hmm. and yeah. they're, I've felt that they're aware of not limitations, but, but mm -hmm. just what you're talking about. There's almost a, a kind of wisdom built into the younger instructors that goes, okay, you've accomplished what I need you to accomplish. Exactly. Yeah. Feel like that? Yeah, I do. And I feel like, I feel like they, they recognize that the adults are trying to do everything they can. And they're often working to the top that their body can. And, and I think with the kids too, I mean, they recognize that, you know, not everyone is going to be, you know, a power ranger, not everyone is going to be, you know, an Olympic athlete. And that the goal is not to have everyone be, the most elite athlete, the goal is to have everyone do the best that they can do for their body. And, and that, that ultimately is what's the most important is to just do your best. And everyone's personal best is 
what's best, right? And that's your your own personal level. And that's different for everyone. Well, I really appreciate you personally because you have absolutely hands-on in very real and tangible ways helped me with my health. And I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your time. I hope everybody else does too. Doctors are a little busy these days, if you haven't <laughs> noticed. So um, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Johns, and keep on doing what you're doing. And if you didn't notice, everybody before the black belt test, get a pedicure, okay? <laughs> just, just trim your nails so they're not super long. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dr. Johns. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time.